0: Well, hello again, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Good Question. I'm your host, Daniel Welch, and today's episode, you know, I'm not even, I don't even know why I say this in today's episode, as if I'm going to give you a preview as to what today's episode's all about. No. Um, Let's find out together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, folks, because this is The Good Question. Okay, so I was trying to put the episode together today, a lot of um, like various pieces of information that I've kind of put together um, of things to kind of talk about. So today the episode is uh, hashtag related. And I think that that's worthy of uh, this year. Let's be real. Um, We'd used hashtags before in previous years as hashtagging is a pretty good trend but i don't think we've ever used it to the extent that 2020 has allowed us to um even more so that you know you'd say hashtag 2019 is over you know hashtag 2020 can't wait to get here but the fact that we can just say hashtag 2020 and everybody knows what we're talking about. I think that that's a statement in and of itself. Um, that's a hashtag that I think a lot of people are like, we can just get rid of it. We don't ever have to talk about it again. But let's be real, this year has changed a lot. And so it's not going away. Uh, we're going to remember this year forever. Um so let me go ahead and do my question real quick here. And I, I did open the book like right before I hit record. So I was able to look at it and I just, um, I I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and I can't wait to hear what some people have to say in response to this. I can't wait to hear um, what some people have to say uh, to this. So I, I, I'm ready for this. So here it is. Um, it is not a question. Today, I know it's a, it's a question. A day, it's not a question. So I'm going to, um, you know what? And, and this may be one of the few times where I don't reword it to make it a question because I think what it says says exactly what it means. So this is it. Here, here, here's today's. Write a phrase to describe your year so far. Write a phrase to describe your year so far. Um, I think for the most part, we're pretty much all in the same boat when it comes down to uh, phrases for this year. I uh, I couldn't pick one. I, I couldn't pick, or I'm sorry, I couldn't pick because there was just so much stuff that's happened this year. And it's not over. We're still in July. So we still have, you know, what, August, September, October, November, December. We still have five months of 2020. And let's be real for a second here. The effects of 2020 will trickle into 2021. We're not going to reach January 1st, 2021, and this is just going to be over and a thing of the past. If it is, if it is. Then reference back to this episode, July 28th and call me a liar and all, and you can call me out, but I'm, I'm calling it now uh, the effects of everything that has happened this year. And let's be real. This didn't start in 2020, you know, coronavirus existed in 2019. So the effects of 2019 escalated to this degree. And then now we are dealing, you know, with this global pandemic and, you know, the race wars continue, you know, and, and and there's nothing wrong with any of this stuff. It's the manner in which some of this stuff is being executed that is really causing me to, like, pull my hair out here. And I think it's doing that to a lot of people. So, uh, consequently, my answer for today's quote-unquote question slash statement is, yikes, one word, and I think it says everything. 2020 so far for me anyway, and that's kind of how the question was worded. It's not how it's been for the world. It's been for me. For the most part, I think I can sum it up to one word, and it is yikes. So that's mine. I cannot wait to hear what some of you have to say about how 2020 has been treating you so far uh, with everything that's going on. Sound off in the comments below or uh, leave me a video comment and response, and let's talk it over, guys, because... um, So far this year, I think it's been pretty wild, a pretty emotional roller coaster for everybody. And uh, that leads me to a follow-up to my doctor visit. Uh, Last Thursday, I told you I had a visit uh, or an appointment rather. I shouldn't say visit. It was an appointment. It was a digital appointment on Saturday, last Saturday, to meet with a doctor finally and try and start crossing things off the list and figure out what is going on with me. Um, I will say it helped. I'm not going to say it was the cure all. Um, but I will say since that visit, um, I keep calling it a visit. Uh, You know what? I'm just going to go with it. Since that visit, I, uh, have had less panic attacks. In fact, I don't know if I've had one since that visit. Um, I am going to preface here real quick too. While I'm doing this episode, Greg Camerling, you guys remember Greg Camerling from one of my episodes. He is like messaging me on Facebook. He's trying to retrofit uh, one of the toy minivans that you can buy on Disney property. Uh, He's adding lights to it. And so I'm keeping up with him. So Greg, congratulations. You've officially made it into this episode. And um, it's bright. (laughs) He's added uh, red lights for underneath the minivan and there uh looks like bright red lights it almost washes out the car it's really fun i'm sure he's gonna post it uh in just a moment for everyone to see and right as i said that he posted it so (laughs) so he has officially decked out one of the minivan cars in um this red uh under light. So <laughs> thank you, Greg. Appreciate that. So um, I, I, I've lost my train of thought because, oh, yeah, my doctor visit. Um, my doctor, we went over a lot of the symptoms, went over a lot of everything. And um, it's severe anxiety brought on uh, mostly because of everything that's been going on. Um, she was very confident, even though it was a webcam visit, it wasn't an in-person visit. She was very confident that it was not heart related um it was not a severe emergency as far as like organs and stuff like that um because we went through everything uh, like high risk factors you know she says you don't have diabetes uh you're not obese you know um she said it doesn't sound like your family has a history of heart disease which uh, my sister would say that they, my family does upon looking i don't really know if that's true or not if i'm not calling her a liar don't please don't think that at all i'm not i I hold my sister in very high regards but like the only one who went to the hospital for a heart problem was my grandfather in like it was very later in his life it was a quadruple bypass surgery my grandmother passed away of a stroke but, like, I, to my knowledge anyway, my aunt has not been to the hospital for heart problems. My mom has not been to the hospital for heart problems. Um, and they're a little bit more high risk than I am. I know my, my aunt had cancer surgery, breast cancer surgery. So, there's that. Um, so, uh, I, I think I'm pretty good. And, and so, after explaining all this to the doctor, um, and then she said, You don't drink alcohol, you don't smoke. You don't do drugs. Um, so she's like, oh, there's a lot of high risk factors. We can just go ahead and cross off the list now because you don't do them. Um, so she said that it looks good on you. She goes, for the most part, you're a, you're a average weight. Um, not I, I am still trying to lose a little bit more, but I want to do it responsibly, not because of my sickness. My sickness has caused me to lose a lot of weight, but I am just as of recently, a past few days, I've started to plateau and that's good. I don't want to gain the weight back. I would like to hold the weight for a little while until I know what's wrong with me, and then start really working out again. Not hardcore. I don't think I'm going to hardcore workout. I think I'm going to work out um, enough to either hold the weight that I'm at and still like be heart healthy and everything, or lose a little bit less I, I maybe drop down to like 165 or 160 somewhere right in there. So it's not unhealthy. But, um, I, I, yes. So I think that's ultimately kind of what's going on. So severe anxiety. So I was uh, told I need to start getting sleep at night, which I knew this already, but I've been having a really hard time getting to sleep. So it's all about adjusting my schedule. So it's all about making sure like an hour before I go to sleep, I am disconnecting from technology. So that's been a really big one for me because a lot of what people do now is technology related. So now, to be told, I have to take a step back an hour before I go to sleep. Put the phone on the charger. You know that sort of thing. Don't put anything on the TV. Like, don't don't play a show. I have Google uh, Chromecast running, so it runs the images. Um, and she see, she was like, "That's okay. Like, it's not running anything. So your attention is not focused on the TV." And then she's like, "Take your melatonin thirty minutes before you plan to go to bed." And Then just get into bed and read a book. So I am jumping back into the Game of Thrones uh, series. And uh, this gives me a perfect excuse to read the books. Um, I I went hardcore, read the first book, made it about a third of the way through the second book, and then kind of lost some steam because I had other things going on. And this was all pre-COVID-19 anyway, so I do, like, say there's it was work-related and things like that. But now I have uh, doctor's orders. You know, doctor's orders are to um, try to reduce the stress level in your life, try to reduce the anxiety, and uh, try to reduce that. And there are lots of basic things that you can do. Diet is one of them, uh, making sure that you're eating a proper diet and not just loading down with sugary drinks and stuff like that. Fortunately, I've been drinking water for a really long time. So for me, the only, I guess, sugary drink that I drink is like apple juice and orange juice in the mornings. So, you know, and even then it's only like half a cup here, maybe a third of a glass of apple juice for like dinner. So I'm not like loading my system down with sugar, but it's about having those balanced meals. So like in the morning, it's like oatmeal and eggs to help out with that. And, um, you know, I I, I like it. It's a nice change. The melatonin so far, it appears to be helping me sleep at night. I did sleep a little later today, which was good. Uh, I lost track of the time and I kind of look at the phone. It was like 9 a.m. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm late, you know, and I was like, wait, late for what? You're not doing anything. But it's the concept I'm used to being up at like, you know, 645 to 7 ish. And last night. I was able to you know, turn everything off, go to bed at midnight, and that's a really good thing. So I've also coupled that with like a, started my aromatherapy back up again. So I'm running like lavender and cedar wood through the night, uh, which is supposed to help you like calm down and relax and stuff like that. So ultimately, it looks like it's going to be about a chapter or two of the book a night. That looks like what it's going to average. And if I can keep sleeping like this, I think that I will start to improve a little bit. Um, it is helping. And then she said, do some at home workouts as well. So that way you can kind of keep your body moving. So you're not just laying around. Um, and then like I said before, I have, um, a new job that's going to be starting up on Monday. I, I did confirm that before I started recording the podcast, I had basically my phone interview to, that was basically the welcoming, uh, Thing. So that's always good. That's going to help because right now with the government kind of trying to f- still figure out where the next stimulus is going to go and unemployment being so uh, all over the place, I don't want to rely on that. I've gotten good government assistance right now for unemployment, but I don't want to rely on it long term. I need to start getting back into the frame of mind of I need to start working safely until disney calls me back and then if disney calls me back then i may just keep both and just keep on as a consultant style basis i don't know we'll see we'll cross that bridge down the line no need to stress out about it right now hashtag 2020 um the reason i I wanted to kind of couple back on this the reason i chose hashtagging as kind of the titular piece to this episode is you know i told you hashtag 2020 but um i saw an article today and i was like you know what why not? Uh, we all know about the hurricane that made landfall in Texas. And um, like I, I feel like this is a prelude, guys. Uh, every time a hurricane hits Texas, there's usually one shortly later that hits Florida. Let's look back at Hurricane Irma. There was a hurricane that hit Texas, South Texas, right? Made landfall there. And what, a week later, we had Irma hit us here. So I feel like anytime the Gulf starts stirring up, then the ocean really starts stirring up. And um, sure sure enough, there's a forecast model right now. It's still pretty early, um, but there's tropical storm warnings being issued for Puerto Rico. Um, let me just pull this up real quick here. I didn't post it on my time, or maybe I did post it on my time. Did I post it? No, I didn't post it because I think it's still it's still a little early. I'm going to wait and see what happens. Um, but right now, a tropical disturbance is getting better organized and will probably become Isaiah's Isaiah. I, I think that's the name that it will probably become. Um, and they're estimating a possible, uh, hurricane. If it is a hurricane, it should be pretty mild, but we'll see. We've seen mild hurricanes grow in intensity and strength super fast as of these past few years. And the forecast models were wrong about that because, let's be real, you know, the the climate changes very, very quickly. So we're it's still early and I think they want to watch it over the next 24 hours to kind of see how it develops. But uh, if it does right now, the cone of uncertainty does include um, pretty much most of the state of Florida for a possible, uh, you know, Mon- uh, Sunday morning upcoming Sunday morning landfall, uh, near, it looks like possibly Miami or Tampa, uh, Miami it looks like close to like Miami area, but that's very, very early on. It's still way out in the, the, the ocean right now. So we're going to see, it's definitely probably going to skirt, uh, Puerto Rico for sure. Uh, so they've already issued those tropical storm warnings for the Bahamas and, and, in that area there just to kind of be ready for it. Um, so yeah, that's why I said 2020 cuz you know with everything going on um let's just strap down the emergency response of our nation with a hurricane now while they're also trying to grapple with coronavirus, which honestly it's, it's a catch 22 scenario. I think I'll be fine where I'm at now. These are new apartments and it puts me in a pretty good place to be here. If it does make landfall and come our way and it does stay kind of weaker, then it'll just be a bad storm. You know, it'll just be like, it's a tropical storm. So it'll just be a bad storm. So that's where we're at right now. Uh, that's why I said 2020. Cause you know, why not? Uh, hashtag 2020. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm coupling the anxiety, um, on top of hurricane season, which is just glorious, by the way. Um, (laughs) let's be honest with ourselves here. There are certain things that just don't mix well, and that is one of them. Um, to finish up on the doctor store, I'm all over with this podcast today, guys. I hope you're keeping up. Keep notes because it's a pop quiz on Thursday. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do a pop quiz because I won't remember this episode very much. I'll have to go back and listen to it to create the pop quiz. Um, the doctor also wants to do blood work just to rule out like thyroid, anything else that could be a potential hazard that we are not seeing. So over the course of the next couple of weeks, I have to set up and go in and get some blood work done, which I'm really not looking forward to that, guys, because if you know me, you know that I hate needles. I am deathly afraid of needles. So if you ever find out that I died due to a needle incident, you can rule out suicide or drug addiction. I would never be able to, like I would never be able to actually do it. I'd be so frightened of the needle. I wouldn't even be able to get it close to my skin. So the thought of going in and having them draw blood is just terrifying for me. And uh, I'm going to have to get over it. I have to get it done. Uh, Doctor's orders and i know that i have to do it to get help uh and rule out it it's it's helpful to have that information so i know this but still it doesn't mean i'm gonna be happy about it <laughs> so anyway blood work in the next couple of weeks uh, hopefully there's nothing major going on in my body and if it's like early stages of something major hopefully we catch it quick enough that i can um take some medication and stuff like that to kind of help knock it out. That's the ultimate goal. We'll see what happens, but that's the, that's the ultimate end game for that. Um, I am feeling better. I think you can kind of tell in the voice, I am starting to feel a little bit better. And I think a lot of that has to do with the past few nights or the past couple nights. I've been on the melatonin that's been helping me sleep. So I think getting that sleep has been good. Having the aromatherapy going as well, all these things coming together has really helped so um so yeah when you look at it on that front um that's a good thing so i'm happy i'm hoping that that will improve uh, a few of the things that are wrong with me uh but also at the same time i'm also trying to improve my diet so i've been looking up foods that are good for you things that you should be eating and trying to cut back a little bit more on um junk you know the junk food so like when I eat out, I make sure that I order. It's really weird because I like I don't order the combo. If I do eat out, I order like a la carte because I know exactly what I want. I know that I'm not going to use the uh, the soda. I'm not getting a drink. So cut back on the sugary side of things and focus more on like heart healthy, even healthy just across the board, not just heart healthy. But I always worry that I do have a heart problem that may be underlying that may be starting and if i can prevent it or help then now's the time i'm at 32 years old which is you know still still young it is still young so i want to make sure i'm doing what's right by me so as not to cause long-term complications down the line so um you know red grapes red grapes actually are very good for you uh for like heart health and cholesterol levels and blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. So lots of red grapes, not overdoing it, you know, like maybe a cup a day or something like that. So it's not like it's, and I'm just sitting here eating bags and bags of grapes, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, fish, fish is really good. Specifically salmon is good and I love salmon. I think salmon is fantastic. So, you know, I made a little piece of salmon last night. Um, it also does say, you know, don't overload, like don't have every dinner, every night be salmon and that's, you know, that's good, you know? So for me, it is, um, focusing solely on trying to vary the diet, but also include the veggies every dinner, have the veggies there, have like a starch. So usually it's like mac and cheese or something like that, but it's portion controlled as well. So I'm not just sitting here loading a massive size of mac and cheese on my plate, which I've done before, and I know that's not good for me. So now it's like scale back on that, maybe increase the greens a little bit more. Make sure that your protein is still the centerpiece of the the dish, but um, you have a good component. Yeah, you have good components to your eating habits as well. So, hashtag 2020 uh, has also encouraged me to. Look at my health, you know it's it's given me a chance to step back and look at my health, Um, not just for coronavirus sake, but just in general, long term. You know I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get sick with this guy. I'm already sick on a slight mental level right now. I don't even know if I say mental more psychological uh, with the anxiety. So if I can nip this thing out with like good rest and eating habits and exercising excellent that's easy to do guys that's super easy to do and it's attainable and uh, like i can do that um it's starting if it starts to get to where it's complicated like you've got so much internal damage we now have to get in there and operate that's where things start to get a little tricky because you all know uh and if you don't know i've had to talk about some people who had hospital experiences and the hospital right now is Really not a good place. Um, The hospital, they are doing their best, okay? Their hospitals are fantastic. They're doing their best to get everybody taken care of. They're nice. They're courteous. They're all these things. But because of coronavirus being the way it is, the hospitals are allowing you one visitor a day, and it's one visitor. That's your visitor for the day right? And it's only between certain hours, like regular, like business hours, like nine to six or something like that. Other than that, you are alone in in the hospital room, you're alone, you're by yourself. And anybody who comes in there to check on you, you know, they've got their masks on and and stuff like that. So it's, it's scary and sad place to be, you know, and they're being super cautious, which is great. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. But it's not a place you want to go. So if, it, if you don't want to go to the hospital, just take the safety measures put in place to ensure that you do not end up in the hospital. It's not that hard. Just do what's right to take care of yourself. So I can do that. I can definitely do that. I will I will do what I can to try and improve upon my health. And um prevent myself from going into that situation because if i get put in that situation i'm going to be so sad i am going to hit such an emotional low um it's going to be tragic so i would like to prevent that if i can and if there's if it is a matter of just doing simple changes in my life to prevent that then i'm game i am game and will do it that's my little mini rant on that um Cast member blockouts got uh, lifted recently for this week at Disney. Um, Just self-admission, though. So it wasn't like main entrance so you can bring a guest and stuff like that. The self-admission side of it has been lifted up until uh, Sunday. So a roommate and I made a reservation to go on Friday to Animal Kingdom. I haven't been yet. That park is really easy to social distance on, but also the wait times. Just watching the wait times. Uh, these past couple weeks since it's been open, um, it's really low, and that's good. Uh, I feel like we can knock the park out in pretty good amount of time, and um, I, I would like to. I would like to go to that park. So we're going on Friday to go and check it out. It's also the closest to. Um, the house so when we're done it's easy for us to get in and out of animal kingdom and we can easily make it home with no problem so that's kind of where we're at right now with everything i just want to um i was encouraged that i need to make time to socialize like get out of the house too but be safe you know obviously don't put yourself in a situation that makes you feel uncomfortable and i think that's why we chose animal kingdom versus say like magic kingdom or epcot i feel like those are going to be a little bit more attended than the animal kingdom park so animal kingdom is going to be fun we're going to hang out in pandora like i'm looking at the app right now it's 3 30 um on tuesday and the longest wait time at animal kingdom right now is 30 minutes for flight of passage and if you've ever walked to that queue, that 30 minutes could easily just be the queue and minor waiting. So I'm not even, I'm fine with that. The least wait times are Cali river rapids. Um, uh, what is this one? I don't even know what this one is. Tough to be a bug, tough to be a bug, uh, a boog, uh, tough to be a bug and safari and uh, triceratops spin. So Everest is at 15 minutes. Navi river Journey is at 20 dinosaurs at 15. So, I think that's exciting. I am ready to get to that park and go check it out. And even just to see the animals, you know, just walk around see the animals and also have lunch at Satuli Canteen. Let's be real. That is probably one of the best quick service locations on Disney property. I will fight that with anybody who would like to fight it. I will argue it. Um, It's good. And I, I'm looking for, I think I may actually be looking forward to that more than anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh needless to say you know that you're uh naturally you know that you're um improving your health when the first thing you think about when going to a theme park is the food I, and that's what i'm like i'm sitting here right now just going oh i can't wait to go to animal kingdom so that way i can eat uh at satouli canteen and eat my food that's where i'm at right now so um yeah so i can't wait to do that that's gonna be fun and uh go that route so anyway, that's your 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 kind of your weekend update guys you got a little bit of uh stuff that uh i had to go through this weekend things started improving a little bit things have been improving health-wise so we're just going to keep following the course keep following the regiment, go to sleep uh try to get the daily exercise in and um yeah get her done you know what i mean uh, right now, though, uh, as I finish the podcast, I do have to go and assemble a dining room table. We finally got a dining room table. Uh, not many people have come over since I've moved in here, um, but you'll know that we did not have a dining room table. We're basically like using TV trays, which is fine. They're serving their purpose, but it would be it's going to kind of complete the, the living room and uh, found a good one. Nice beautiful table um at least the pictures are i'll find out once i get it out of the box um yeah it was just before i started recording this episode that it arrived so now i'm gonna try to get that table assembled and uh we'll go from there so wish me luck on that front and um i think that's all i've got for you guys i I don't think i've done anything else that's worthy of like podcasting. So hopefully the next couple of days will be interesting enough that I can give you some fun. I have to deal with the DEO tomorrow. One last time, I think this will be the last time I deal with it, to be totally honest, I think, uh, because I have that job that's starting up, so I'm not really going to need it anymore, and that's fine with me. So, um, the DEO tomorrow, once I do that, I'm sure I'm going to have some stories coming out of that. Um, I'm just happy that I think for the most part, that will probably be my last time on the DEO for at least a while so um yeah so wish me luck on there as well anyway i will uh try to build an episode for thursday hopefully nothing major happened actually we're gonna find out about this hurricane uh, <laughs> this tropical depression that's building up uh and projected to come our way we'll find out more so i'm sure i'm gonna have more to talk about on that on thursday anyway Happy 2020, guys. Good luck. Stay safe. Wear the mask. Be smart. uh, Make smart decisions. And uh, we're going to get through this. All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Good Question. If you like what you're hearing, just make sure you hit that subscribe button on the way out so you get all of the updates. I do try to post on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Sometimes I may have a little bit of inspiration throughout the week and post another episode, but pretty uh, pretty consistent with the Tuesday-Thursday post. So I appreciate everyone who is listening. I appreciate your viewership or your listenership, as it were. And uh, if you ever want to be on the show, guys, just reach out to me. Let's talk it over. Let's see if we can't put you in as a guest on one of the shows. Now, I always put it as a disclaimer because I do get the questions all the time of uh do i get the question in advance so i can prepare my answer the answer is no you don't you have to answer it on the fly just like i do when i pose the question to you um so yeah no shortcuts <laughs> no cheating no shortcuts anyway thank you so much for listening guys i do mean uh i mean that it means a lot to me to know that i do have an audience um and uh wear a mask when you go out in public stay safe and i'll talk to you on thursday